Gitzvah, Rabbi, so we're back in the halachas of Malaban. Morning. Malaban is a Gavaldika halacha we learned last week and the week before. We've learned the halachas of Malaban. Malaban means cleaning, of course, right? So we dealt with most of the things until now. Good morning, Chaim. We dealt with the shadows of a Daraisa. Menachem. Ah. We dealt with the Daraisa of Malaban, of actual Malaban. That means the halachas of actual cleaning, stains and various things like that. What we're going to try, the Siyat HaDishmaya, discuss in the next couple of days is many of the Xavier's Durabonah that apply to Malaban, some of them are well unknown. Very mantra. Some of them are well unknown. Okay, in fact, I got a phone call on Erev Shabbos from one of the Hashiva Bacham in Yeshiva. One of the Hashiva Bacham in Yeshiva sent a message Erev Shabbos with the following Shaila. And, and I thought to myself, as I asked the Shaila, how many people would even know that this is even a Shaila Shlaimi? How would they even know it's a, it's a Shaila? Right, Baruch Hashem, they're over here. What was the Shaila Nosameh? What was the Shaila? The Shaila was, he did a wash on Erev Shabbos, right? Because it's very, when you're in Yeshiva, just, whatever, just giving you some tips. During the week is a very hard day, to, hard time to do washing, right? You know, no one wants to do this learning, run upstairs, if it's ready, somebody took it out ready, somebody dumped it on the floor, you know how it goes. So you want to do it on a Friday. Friday's a perfect day to do laundry, right? Ask him, if you're, la- if you're allowed to do laundry on a Friday, I don't know. Ask the Halacha Chabura second Seder, they will tell you if you're allowed, you're not allowed. Nowadays with machines, whatever. Al Kaponim, Aaron, you with me? So his Shiloh was, he did, a, he did laundry, right? That was the Shiloh, right? Laundry, right? No. Uh, whatever. Who, it was a Hashemach and Yeshiva, that's the difference it was. And, um, he wanted to know whether or not he's allowed to hang up the wet laundry before Shabbos. It's, it's before Shabbos. I, no one ever asked, no one, I don't remember the last time I got a Shiloh. Can, can I switch on the light on Shabbos, Friday afternoon, so that it stays on on Shabbos? In fact, by the way, that being said, right, Israel, Tamachoikus, right, Bishama Hillel, if you're allowed, right, come on, Shabbos, if you're allowed to do a malacha on Erev Shabbos, that's going to continue, right, you saw it over there, right, you're learning a bit, Rishon Beis also, whether or not you're allowed to stop malacha before Shabbos and let it continue on Shabbos, right? Where's this, where's this very Nagaya to? Food. Who said food? Very good. Ben? Ah! Food! No? Gavaldik. <laughs> I guess after spending a whole Shabbos with Rabbi Eli Stefanski, you get a whole time. Ah! The Oilem, he got it. The Oilem. Ah! Anyway, because to where are we? Um, so Ben, Ben said food. Very, very good. Are you allowed to put on food on Arab Shabbos on a hot plate or something similar to that and allow it to continue to become cooked or hot on Shabbos Kodesh? Says the subject of Machoikis Bisham Babisil, which we're not going to go into at this moment of time. And, of course, with the right blechs and the right situation, of course, it's mutter. But now we're discussing on Shabbos Kodesh itself. I want to read to you a Lashon of a Shulchan Aruch, which I think is very important. And I'm reading it to you because this is something that, again, most people don't realize there's even an Issa involved in this Shaila. And that is like this. That's why I was so impressed with this Choshev Abach and Yeshiva, whoever he may be, who called up Erev Shabbos to ask this Shaila if you're even allowed to do that. Chaim, you with me? Yeah, Yosef, you with me? Gavaldik. Shulchan Aruch, Rabbi Yisrael, Simon Shin Aleph, right? You know, there's certain simonim and chelik gimel that no one really gets to, right? Everybody gets to like bishol and boyer and mukta. You ask someone about shin aleph, shin aleph. What's in shin aleph? Right? It's unbelievable. Like you know, you look up. It's amazing, amazing halacha. A lot of different shailas of carrying and everything. But one of the things over here, straight away, like this: mishanoshu What happens if a person has clothing got wet on Shabbos kodesh? It could happen that, for example, he's out in the rain. It could happen, for example, it spilled into a puddle on the floor. It can happen that someone spilled something over it. All sorts of things, right? What's the halacha? 
You're allowed to continue walking on Shabbos if your clothing are on you and they get wet, and we're not worried that you're going to come towards Chita. Do not hang them up to dry. Don't hang up your clothing that became wet on Shabbos Kodesh to dry. Why? What's the problem? No, Skita. I'm going to do it very carefully. Somebody, I think somebody said it, by the way. Oh, building a raft, by the way. That's a good one. It's, 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 it's not so wet. So let's say it's... Why are we not worried about Skita? By hanging it up to dry? No, 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 while it's on. Oh, because Chazal will not that you have to take it off because of a Chazal Shosh Kita. No, no, not build a raft. Sprinkling salt. You know what? We have to discuss that, Shalip. You know, I don't forgive Shiv on that. That's a good one. I remember somebody came over to me one time. I was in a certain place in England. I'm not going to say where. It doesn't really make a difference where it was, right? It was a certain place in England, but maybe you knows and understand, understand. And Bekitsa, I was in the shul over there, and somebody comes up to me with a safer. It was a safer in Shabbos. It was not my safer in Shabbos. It was somebody else's. Mine isn't out yet. It's Hashem. And it was somebody else's safer in Shabbos. And this, and, and it basically talked about salting vegetables, right? I don't know, why are we talking? It's your fault. Anyway, so we talked about salting vegetables on Shabbos. He comes over to me and says to me, we don't hold of this. What does that mean? We don't hold of this. I never heard of this one before. It can't be us, right? If we never heard of it, he went to one of those yeshivas, of which there are many of them, that don't learn these things, and therefore, Mbela, of course you don't know these things. So it's not my fault, you didn't come here. Okay? Uh, okay. Menachem, you with me? Yeah, Zechariah, you with me? Ralph, yeah? Okay, so I don't know what that means, you know. I remember a guy came over to me one time, and he says to me, um, he went to a shatchan, and the shatchan gave him an application form to fill in, like, you know, all the details, what you write, what you don't write, you know, what you're going to do, what you're not going to do. One of the questions that were written over there were, are you going to keep Taras HaMishpacha? He shows it to me, he says to me, I don't know, this was a choice. What, what does this mean? Right, there are choices over here. Because we don't know things, we automatically think that's a, that's a problem, right? There's a certain rub that some people tell me, oh, he's a machmeh. So why is he a machmeh? Eh, look at the, he writes this and he writes this. I said, one second. These are all simple halachas of Shohana. You never learned them before. So Mimela, I remember when I started teaching, I started te- this is all your fault, by the way. I started teaching um, Russian boys. Russian boys that came from America, their parents were actually from Russia. Some of them were actually born in Russia and lived there as well. They were living in America. They came to Eretz to learn. I specifically remember one of them. I, th- I told this story before. He says to me, right before he got on the plane, before he went to Yeshiva, um, he took his last cheeseburger because he knew that in Yeshiva, for sure they're going to brainwash him that you're not allowed to have cheeseburgers. So he hopped around the last one. But anyway, he thought I was the biggest machmik because I taught him Hilchas Bayre. This is ridiculous. What does that mean? What type of religion is this? You can't take a, a, a cucumber out of a salad. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. You're, you're a machmeh. You're a machmeh. People often think that. If you never heard the halacha before and someone tells you you're not allowed to do it, eh, he's machmeh. <laughs> this is one of them. Okay, we're going back into it. Okay? You're not allowed to go and hang something up. Why not? Rabbi, say no. Israel, no? Oh, Ben. You must be sitting next to someone very chashev. Akaponim. <laughs> okay? Maris Ayn. Very, very good. Maris Ayn meaning what? What's someone going to think? Ben Akadosh says very good. You're going to think you're going to do laundry on Shabbos. What's that? Oh, 
Simcha? Mayudik. 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 Simcha is asking good. Let's get that. So first of all, we have to know Rabbi Isai. What does Maris Ayin mean? What exactly is Maris Ayin? Okay? Ramosha is a tshuva. And Ramosha writes that one time, he used to get, not one time, many times, he used to get a ride from his house to the yeshiva on Erev Shabbos for, for Mincha. I guess it was too long of a walk for him, whatever it was, he was an elderly, elderly man, and he got a, he got a, a, a ride, okay? Yudala, got this one? He got a ride, especially for Erev Shabbos. The problem was, it was after the Zman of Adlokas Aneris, right, which is very nagay, right, especially here in Yerushalayim, it's even more that way, right, in Echotzor, it's most places, it's 20 minutes before Shkia, they liked, 18 minutes before Shkia, whatever, Shita Sayyirei, and the Shatzim brings it, but over here in Yerushalayim, it's 40 minutes before Shkia, so that means the women are lighting candles, and the men are driving, doing malacha, which is fine, because a man doesn't have to be Mekabal Shabbos when his wife lights candles, right, obviously he has to be Mekabal Tosefah Shabbos, the Olam knows that, right, it's a Daraisa, right, the Gemara brings it, Rosh Hashanah, the Olam knows he has to be Mekabal Shabbos before Shkia. You can't just be Mekabah Shabbos by Shkia. It's a mitzvah d'oraisa, right? To, to be Mekabah Shabbos before this man that Shabbos comes in. Toisefes Kedusha. Toisefes Shabbos. It's more devil and possibly with anything in Kippah, whatever it is. Not going to go into that in this moment of time. Al-Koponim. Um, he got a right and a woman shouted out the window, Shabbos! Right? It wasn't only in Yerushalayim. They did these things even in New York. Right? And he said, he said, but it's mutter. I'm allowed in Manhattan even, even more so. So I'm allowed to do that. It's not Shabbos yet for me. Good. You lit the candles. So he said that Maris Ayn is not something that people don't know is Mutter Asa. Maris Ayn is something that people are going to assume that you're doing Issa because there is no other way. The fact that that woman didn't know the halacha, that a man is allowed to do malacha after his wife lights candles, obviously as long as he's Makabal Shabbos before Shkia. Right? So, it's not my problem here. And the Maisa, after that Maisa, he stopped. And he no longer took the ride anymore. He started to walk. Only because he held himself to be someone, Adon Chashu Shani, Mameli has to be more careful. But uh, Amaris Ayin doesn't mean anytime you do something, yet people can walk around and they say, I don't live for somebody else. I live for myself. Which is true. And it's Kavaldik. But there is a halacha, there's a pastor that says the Yisim Nikim. That means that we have an obligation to act in the correct way. So, for example, if you're going into McDonald's, Ramosha talks about this in the Gismoshim Chalik Dalit, where he says a person goes into McDonald's and he needs to have a Coca-Cola because he possibly is very tired and he can't drive anymore and there's nothing else available, whatever it is. So, Ramosha should tell the people around him. Because of my sign, right? The Shulchanog tells us, right? Famously, everybody knows this one, right? The Shulchanog in Yodea, Siva Pezayin, Siva Gibel, Siva Talad, also the Ramah over there, that talks about the Indian of Maris Ayin, the Gabe what? The Gabe power of things. Am I allowed to have a power of schnitzel? With cheese. So you'll tell me in the Hanami, nobody in the world assumes when you're eating a par of schnitzel that it's actually got any meat in there, bachlal. Right? The look of it is totally different. But Meister Rapadva, for example, and Cheshav Eifod, right, wrote down that margarine, for example, is something also very negay because it looks like butter. But he said that once something is so widespread, there's no longer marisine. So Maris Ayin is when someone is going to assume that you are doing something that is wrong. Over here, the Shulchanach Paskins, that when you take something that's normally washed, and you hang it up on Shabbos Kodesh, on Shabbos Kodesh, there's a chashash, someone's going to say, ah, Tobi, not you chashashalem, that person washed it on Shabbos Kodesh. Okay? Oh, that means before Shabbos, chashashalem. Right? That Chosh Bracha that called up before Shabbos, Kavaldik, whoever he may be. So the Maisa, it's what's on Erev Shabbos, right? Because the only Chashash of Maris Ayin is on Shabbos itself. Now, very important, Simcha asked the Kasha. And he said, what about a coat? What's he asking? He's asking Kavaldik a Kasha. 
What about something that nobody washes? People generally don't wash. Let's make it easy. A raincoat, right? A plastic raincoat. Nobody washes those things. It got wet in the rain. I want to hang it up so it doesn't get creased or whatever. Halacha is that's motor. Anything that no one normally washes is going to be okay. Why is it even something that you normally wash, but you don't want to wash it every time you wear it? No, if it's something that's normally washed, not every time you wear it, but if it's normally that you put in the washing machine, then for sure there's the chashash. But I thought you may be asking, is so Moshe has a suffix, what about something you only dry clean? What about something that no one puts in the washing machine? Bekecha, right? People put Bekecha in the washing machine. Ach, doesn't work, right? doesn't work, right? What's that? The Litvak's put in the washing machine. Okay, you see the result of what they look like afterwards, right? But Kitsa, um, if you put it, something that you don't wash in the washing machine, there's no Issa, right? There's no Issa, like, why? There's no Chashash. What, someone's going to think you washed it? No, everyone knows you didn't wash it, right? So Moshe has a Sophic. Something that you only drag in. A suit. Ellie, what about a suit? Now, there are suits that are washing machinable. Is that a real word? That is a real word, right? That one's a word, no? Washing machinable. Where are my English people? No. Is that a real word? Washing machinable? Washable. It's too plain. It's too normal. My mom says that. Washable? No, I don't want to say that. Yes, Tully. Washing machine, you don't like it? You don't like it? Okay, forget it. Cancel. Not every time you wear it. If it's never normally washed, like a plastic coat, nobody washes okay, that. So then there's no chashash. Winter coat people wash, but it's not normally every time you wear it. You hang it up. You don't have to wash it every single time. So Lemaisa, um, I asked, I, I asked this question to Rafalk. What about a winter coat? A thick winter coat you're talking about? One of those, right? Theoretically, you could wash it. By the way, most people, I don't think anyone puts a thick winter coat in the washing machine. Okay, people do. Rafael Zatzal told me that it's mutter. He told me on such a thing, we're dealing with a chashash de rabbonon. We're dealing with a rabbonon, which is also very, very hot. Now, a person has to know it's only on certain cases and certain situations. And therefore, when you have a case of something that most people don't wash, especially all the time, then we're not choshish when you hang it up then it's going to be a problem, and therefore there's no chashash. I'll give you another example. If the chashash is that you washed it, and you're hanging it up to dry, it's only if you're hanging it up in a way that people hang up laundry. What if, for example, you take a coat, or a sweater, or anything, and you slouch it over a stender? Uh, anyone's going to assume you just washed it, and you hang it up to dry? No. Therefore, there's no chashash. You put it on a hanger, put it on a peg, even the back of a, 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 a what's it called, a chair. I have a suffix about that, because the back of the chair is something that every people sometimes do. Well, of course they do. So people put the whole dining room table sometimes. So it's not how you put it, it's where you put it. It, it depends so on the person. On hanger, it depends on the person. Correct. Correct. You put it into the, in the, in the cupboard. If it is slightly wet, what's the din if it's not soaking wet? It's only a small amount wet. So even if the Morgan Avram brings such a shaila that if it's only a small wet, then it's okay. The Meister, the Heilige Balatanya, in Shulchan Harav, and the Mishnebura Paskin, that if it's only a small, I'm not talking about a drop, if it's only a little bit wet, it is also also it's included in the Issa, and therefore even if you only got a small wet, when you went outside in the rain and you come back and you want to hang it up nicely, the halacha is that it will be it will be Asa in that case. Let me just end, Rabbi Isai, that you have to know as well, not only is hanging it up Asa, but hanging it by the sun. 
or by heat. Okay, the sun actually would be mutter. But to put it by the radiator, people do this, by the way. If you have wet coats or wet clothing or wet socks and you put it on the radiator, that's also for two reasons. Reason number one, bishol, very good. Even though the Chassam Soifer says that, uh, whatever, but Lemaisa Bishol, if you can't say that, that's by which you probably will. And also there's the Issa of Malaban as well, because as we always learn, the Issa of Malaban is not only squeezing, but extracting the water in any way. And therefore drying anything in the heat is clearly going to be also. In fact, it's brought down over here as well. We mentioned the Shulchanor, so you may as well say it again. Again, this is simple. Psat and Shulchanor art school, I assume, would translate it as that you are not allowed to dry it close to the fire. So put it next to a heat source on Shabbos, whether it's a radiator, whether it's any other heat source, will be problematic. To put it in the sun is more because that's not the derech and that will be okay. Rabbi Samitashem, tomorrow we're going to go to the sugya of contact lenses on Shabbos Kodesh. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>